This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon. How you doing? It is Thursday and this is the Three Amigos. How you doing, Matt? Doing awesome, Mike. Super excited to talk about this one. And um, yeah, I'm just pumped. It's, this is a good one. Really there good. you go. And Dion? <clears throat> Howdy, Mike. I'm doing great. Ready for round three. And I'm actually probably going to make a video on my channel telling everybody to come watch this video because this is one that I think everybody should watch. Awesome. And what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about step one of my course. Uh, if you haven't taken my course yet, I will tell you step one. Step one is you need to focus. And most, most new, newbie investors are chasing butterflies like April Crosley talks about or bunnies, whatever it is. If you're a new investor, I have good news for you. Step one is focus. And you should only take 20 minutes a day to do the following. And the following is called a buy box. So let's break down what a buy box is. Let's talk to Dion and Matt about what theirs is now and what theirs was in the beginning. Why don't we go to Dion first? Why don't you talk about your buy box is? Because I think you have a couple today. And then we'll rewind to where we started. Sure. So my goal is to eventually do a burr. Okay. And I talk, I talk often about the burr strategy, how great it is, but how it's not a good strategy to start with. Before you have the cash flowing assets to support the mistakes you're probably going to make with ARV, estimating rehab costs, rehab timeline, and all that kind of stuff. So I have a burr box where I want a property for $150,000 or less that when I fix it up, it's, you know, I'm buying it for 70% or less than its value. When I fix it up, there'll be enough equity for me to get most of my money out. I don't mind leaving a little bit of money into it. For the burr method, I've been looking at single family houses. Okay. And it's going to be because I, I only have one that I bought before I was an investor. Since then, everything's been small multifamily, which is my actual current most used bur, uh, buy box. Every time I have saved up enough money for a burr and I'm ready to do it and I start looking, my other buy box kicks in <laughs> and takes all of my money, which is great because I have a consistent return. Right. My current buy box is I like small multifamily within an hour of where I live so that I can self-manage. I might go a little bit farther, but the round trip starts to get too long if it's at two hours or so. Mm -hmm. I prefer, and when I talk about what I prefer, these are things I want. And so if it doesn't have one of them, that means I want the others to be stronger. Got it. So two or three of my properties hit every box. Two or three properties hit most of the boxes. Got it. I like side-by-side -side units for small multifamily. Okay. Um, I prefer small multifamily because it's the same lending options as single family. And I'm still less than 10 mortgages. I think I have six or seven. No, I'd have to, I should know that. Ish. <laughs> uh, ish. I have ish. six ish mortgage. I'm getting there. <laughs> six ish. But it's 30 year fixed rate. Yeah. I can house hack side by side units. So you don't have <clears throat> tenants living above or below another so yeah. that you don't have sound complaint your noise complaints. If there's a water leak, it affects one side of the unit, not both. Yes. Uh, I prefer at least two bedrooms or more in my mm. area with a garage because more space equals more stuff. And we're in Washington, it rains a lot. So people mm. need a place to store stuff. Mm. More stuff means less likely to move. 
Yes. And it helps limit tenant, tenant turnover. You're right. I like washer dryer hookups inside the units. I don't mm. like shared laundry. Tenants don't either. And it helps with turnover. They don't like using laundromats. I don't provide washer dryers. I just like the hookups. Mm -hmm. And so that's the physical. So it starts with math. My yes. buy box is I want a 10% or better cash on cash return for my area. That's a great deal. 10%. Eight is average. Awesome. As long as I can get 10%, I'm, that's my great. After math comes those physical criteria like that. <clears throat> After physical criteria comes the location. So if I wasn't living here and didn't know the area, I would look for multiple economic drivers. I want to have more than one source of tenants. So if there's one big mill that can close down, I'm not buying in Aberdeen. I'm not buying in you know, a small town in the middle of anywhere, anywhere. I'm buying next to a large base and a college and a hospital and a Boeing and Amazon terminal. Mm. So two or three things would have to change to impact Got it. my tenants. And another reason why I like the small multifamily is I keep my properties at least 10 miles apart. Mm. So I try not to buy too many close together so that they don't pull from the same tenant source. I know some people like to own the block and then they mm -hmm. control the block, but I would prefer one rental in each town or suburb Okay. so that something that changes or even a rent strike in an area, my portfolio is barely impacted. So I'm re literally ready for a prolonged government shutdown, pandemic, or stock market crash. So that's where it is now. And I'll let us go through Matt and then I'll talk about where my buy box started. Okay, very cool. And just curious, how long do you, how much time do you think you spend a day looking at your buy box? I, I'm going to downplay it a little, just three or four hours, just three or four hours. Just, it's every email that comes in with, Hey, here's your, cause I've got three different agents with auto searches set up. Oh, that, okay. that is a lottery scratch ticket. Oh yeah. 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 I get to open the email and go, Hey, is this the next cash flow that's going to make my life better? Okay. Um, it's probably not that much. It's, it's a couple of hours at least. Really? Cause I, okay. Know, flip through emails, compare notes. But a lot of that too, is I'm comparing notes for people who've reached out and said, Hey, run through this deal with me to help me learn. Uh, it's not always just for me, but yeah. I was going to say, okay. All right. And then Matt, what about, I think you have multiple buy boxes as well. What's going on today? So I've got seven buy boxes. Se seven. Seven. I didn't start with seven. I started yeah, that's with important. <laughs> yes. I, I have seven now. Okay. Um, so my rule is a half an hour travel distance. I don't want to ever go more than a half an hour. Okay. And everything of mine is in three towns. Okay. Everything. I'll only do three towns. The only time that I'll deviate from that is if I haven't done enough work that day, I'll go check out the, the few waterfront towns. Hmm. But that stuff is so, so crazy. Like we're technically, the city that I live in is technically on the, is on the water, but anything there is like over a million bucks type of thing. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, that, that's not my thing. <clears throat> it's not what I do. So yeah. So seven buy boxes basically is broken down by single family in each of those three towns. Sure. And then uh, two through four in each of those three towns. Okay. And that's then six. I have, yeah. yeah. And then I have one commercial set up for all three of those towns. That uh, makes perfect sense. So uh... So those are, again, just alerts or queries or whatever you want to so call those them, are, yeah, safe agent, searches. Yep, agent set up searches. So yeah. I get my emails, I get the Zillow alerts, I get kind of everything flooding. Yeah. And, you know, depending on what time my son woke me up, they're there for me or not. Um, but yeah, just go right. And I literally just go right through them, check them out. And obviously the big thing is, you know, network wise, yeah. I have a number of people, you know, probably, I don't know, 20 agents and brokers and, uh, you know, investors and other things like that that know what i look for yeah and so just the natural flow um mm. the natural flow of things and then what kind how much time are you spending a day you think looking at your buy box 
Um, six hours. No, I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are competing. <laughs> no, um, my time probably mine is mine's probably 15 to 20 minutes, but kind of for me, it's um, what I'm evaluating and when I'm looking at it is I'm not actually even looking on the, ca- on, on the cash return on it. Mm. I'm because I know exactly where I want to own, what I want to own it for, you know, what the bedroom count is, all that other stuff. And because I've got 70 ish, you know, units, I know exactly what I can get for rent on these things yeah. because I'm going in and I'm willing to do 20, 30,000 bucks worth of work to get me to the rent number that I need to. Yep. I just don't know if it's there yet. So for me, it's much more, I'll probably look at more stuff um, because I'll buy something that's in a, a location that's a C quality Yes. and I'll bring it to an A because of the location. And then the rents, I mean, you know, I just bought a place where the rents were $740 a month for a two bedroom. Mm-hmm. So that got that tenant out and I spent 6,000 bucks in the place. And now the rent's 1300. Ah, that's so, a pretty good return. Yeah. I mean, it's not about, I mean, nothing like that eight month ROI on a project, right, Mike, you know, I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. So yeah, yeah, so that's the, that's the seven, that's the buy box. And that's what I'm kind of always monitoring. Like I said, 15, 20 minutes a day, unless one of them hits the box and then it's deep dive, deep dive into yeah. that deal. And you just, I'm 10, 15, 20 minutes into that deal. Yeah. Yeah. So my buy box is, I actually have never counted, but it's, it's pretty, how I want to phrase this. I basically have three buy boxes because now I can look at the entire Fresno market rather quickly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So basically for me, it's categories, right? Single family is one set of criteria. Uh, my criteria for me is I don't look at anything over the median. It doesn't even hit my radar. Yep. Right in my median, it's three fifty. I don't. I don't think I've even adjusted it. I think my first housing bar is below three hundred. Yep. Right. So again, that's exactly it, mine. Right. So so I look at that. That's one criteria. Um, there are obviously some zip codes that if it comes in, it has to be pretty cheap for me to go deeper. But again, that's the beauty of doing this for twenty years. So I can just look at houses under three hundred grand because I know those make can make decent rentals in my market. I'd like them to be under two fifty. Uh, but I, my bar is 300 because you just never know where you can create more value. Uh, then I do small, uh, small multifamily, twos through fours. Um, those have been very highly competitive the last year or so, but that's its own criteria. Sometimes you can find stuff misallocated, which is, you know, is good because, again, I've been doing this a while. Um, and then for me, I'm really starting to baseline fives to 20s, act five to 40s, I think, 40 units Ooh, and below. Okay. Uh, I believe that that's a market that will blow up, meaning have stress because deals are still trading at numbers that I wouldn't even think about paying. And I'm guessing like Jonathan and I talk about the financing is very inauspicious in a couple of years. Uh, so I am, I'm doing my homework there now to be ready for two, two and a half years from now. So uh, occasionally I'll look at condos, but they don't generally make sense in my market. Um, I'll generally look at, you know, lakefront stuff just for fun, but yeah, I'm, I don't think I've spent more than 20 minutes like in my buy box, all three of those buy boxes in months. If a deal comes up. Yeah. I mean, I, I go deep, but that's, you know, that's kind of the next step for me. 20 total, right? Mike. 20 yeah. Total 20 between total. the three total. Yeah. yeah, yeah gotcha. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, literally, I think I'm in there. You're eyeballing. Um, yeah. Just yeah. I'm like, Oh, interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Everybody gets there. It just takes time. Um, so Dan, let's talk about how it started or where you think it's going to go. I forgot what was next. How it started. Yeah. Thank you. 
I owned a, <clears throat> sorry, I owned a single family house, had moved into an apartment to rent out the house to get rental income and to see if I can handle being a landlord and Got single it. parent and working full time. <laughs> so my brain said, do that again. Oh, okay. Buy another single family house, live in it for a year, move to the next one, rent that one out <laughs> and rinse and repeat. In my area, single family houses don't come close to cash flowing. Yeah. $400,000 house will rent for 1500 bucks. Not going to cash flow. You're, you're <laughs> below your mortgage, let alone setting aside for CapEx <laughs> vacancy. Mm -hmm. um, rents will start to go up, but prices are continuing, continuing to go up. And, and so I shifted to small multifamily because of a blog I read on Bigger Pockets that oh. talked about um, the lending being the same for four units or less. And I, I, I had literally lived 40 years of my life never knowing that. Huh. I know that was a thing. Um, and so it went from single family house with this much knowledge by just saying, I want to buy a place that will make money. That was the buy box. <laughs> Nothing beyond that. Okay. Very cool. And, and Matt, I'm guessing it didn't start with seven. That's, 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 that's an overachiever right there. What did it start? started, it started with 17 and I had to work it <laughs> You just whittled it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it did start, it really, for, for me, it started for one because, you know, in doing the homework and in, you know, just like Dion, you know, uh, median house price, you know, 250, $300,000, but high taxes in the city of New Hampshire, because it's a property tax. We have no sales tax, no income tax. So everything is taxed really based on the property. And so almost none of that stuff cash flowed, like they're garbage deals, a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. The only way you're making any real money is longevity and how long you've owned it. That's the only yeah. way you're making money on singles. So everything for me really started out duplex because I was like, I want to move in there myself and duplex to, to, to Dion's point followed exactly what a single family home was because I got scared from the triples that I had done in a city mm -hmm. where they required certificates of compliance and certificates of occupancy. Duplex don't require that. Mm -hmm. And so in that city, they actually have 37 building inspectors that basically on a every 24 month basis show up and tell you to fix five to 7,000 bucks worth of stuff every two years, even if your place is well-maintained. They're like, well, you see that little thing up there? Yeah, I see it. No one else has seen it, but you want me to fix that for five grand? And so it was always things like that. And that just ate away at me every year because that was eating at that five to seven grand. That was 60% of my profit. Yeah, exactly. And they, they were the spend, yeah, they were spending my profit. And yeah. so I was just like, yeah, we're not going to do that. So I did the research and said, duplexes don't have those same COCs. You can actually do all that work and stay away from all that nasty, you know, mm -hmm. paperwork. And so that's why the buy box basically became duplexes. That's awesome. Yeah. For me, again, it was a market I knew nothing about. So for me, I had to, I, I had to get super micro. And again, yeah. I, I could be, I could have been in Australia or Brazil or Europe. So for me, it was a zip, one zip code, one housing type, one size. And again, it, it's, it's embarrassing right now. I can look at the entire Fresno market in 20, 25 minutes back then I was, I was looking at 31 homes in the same yeah. time frame. It, you just rent, it gets better and better and you're building it and you learn. So as I started, I think the number one step for any new investor, whether you take the course or not is get focused and create a buy box. Would you guys agree? How about you, Dion? So I, I agree with that. Narrow down your search as much as you can for yourself. And one thing I would like to do, and I probably, if you don't mind, I think I should, I would like to make a video to put in the course on this. Sure. And you can correct me if you disagree, but when you're doing an auto search as an investor, once you have your criteria figured out for your own buy box, 
even if I was a real estate agent that had 100% full access to the MLS in the areas that I was searching, I would still have three agents with auto searches set up mm -hmm. because I have an email where I copy and paste my exact criteria and the footprint of where I want to look and I send it to these agents. And I've worked with several over the years. I have three that I work with primarily. Mm -hmm. One time in 10 years, have they ever sent me the same deal within a two day period? Yeah. It's amazing. So, so there's something nuanced to the way people search on the MLS that even if I was an agent, which I'm not, I would want other agents searching for me and then have honor, whichever agent sends you the one you end up going for, yeah. they make the offer, they get the commission. Agreed. And so when I suggest this, a lot of people who, when they're just starting out think, well, my agent says I have to sign an exclusivity clause because I'm going to work with them. And a home buyer who's going to take an agent to several houses yeah. and do several tours, absolutely. You're taking that person's time, make sure they get the commission. Agreed. But an investor, it's fire and forget. I go, here's my criteria, set up auto searches. You might talk to me in three months when I say make an offer. Right. So that there is no exclusivity and Never I want multiple searches yeah. going on. I agree. So if you don't yeah, mind, Phil I'd like to put a really detailed version of that together for the course. Go, you guys can add anything you'd like. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> so Matt, what do, what do you think of a buy box? Do you think that's a step one for lots of newbie investors? Gotta be, gotta start there. Really, that's because you've got that just as a baseline. You have to have that to really understand, learn the market, do the research, understand what's out there, understand how it cash flows, create the baseline, not only of this is what I can buy, but this is what a typical deal is returning in those areas. Mm -hmm. You know, those are all the things that are of critical importance. I mean, and I always tell agents too, you know, because everybody gets nervous in bringing a deal to an investor because they say, oh, well, is he just going to then hand that to the guys he's most familiar with? Mm -hmm. And I always tell him, I say, listen, I'm a gentleman. I dance with the one who brung me. Absolutely. So if you bring me a deal, we are locked in. It's you and me and I will sign an exclusivity. So what I do to put them at ease and also put their bosses at ease usually is I'll sign an exclusive on that property. Yeah, that MLS them. number or that whatever. That MLS number only for them for that. That way, yeah. if it expires, gets pulled off the market and comes back on in a year, tough, it's a new MLS number. Right. You know, however, I'm still going to do some due diligence. I'm like, you know what? I looked at that with, you know, Darlene or with Jay and I'm going to go look at that again. Right. And I just need to call them up. So yeah, the one thing I, I want to buy box. Yeah, the one thing I want to make people realize in your example and really Dion's as well is you don't start with seven buy boxes. No. If you, I want to be very clear. If you started with seven, you're going to fail because you'll get Every no, time. you won't get any economies of scale. You won't build that foundational knowledge. You'll just be totally confused and go nowhere. Is that fair? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Especially in your footprint. You, yeah. it, you, you, you narrowed it down to a zip code. And I think at some point you said even that was a bit much and you narrowed oh, it down it to part of a zip code, right? Yeah, I, I went zip code, then a type of asset. So not units, just houses. And that was too much. I had to go to a size and footprint to get to an acceptable number to look at. I got really, really, for three years, that's all I looked at. Because one of the things you talk about every day when you say do the work, it's to learn what is an average, good, or great deal in your area. That is and the only that question that matters. On multiple. It's the mm -hmm. only question. You have to know it. Once you know average, folks, the, game's, the game is simple. The game, you, but you got to do the work to know average. I mean, that is... That is the only question that matters is what's an average deal. Sorry to cut you off, Dion, but I'm very passionate about that one. No, you're very fine. That's why I cut back. I, I knew we would just be talking over each other because we both want to get that out there. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So I appreciate this. Let's wrap it up. Matt, how can people find you? Lumberjacklandlord.com, Lumberjacklandlord on YouTube with you guys on Thursdays and uh, part of your wonderful and amazing course that's creating financial freedom. There you go. And Dion, how about you? 
right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. Um, pretty active in the Bigger Pockets forums. So if you're on Facebook, reach out to me there. I try to answer every question that comes my way. And you have a super secret one-time only notice coming up. You're going to be a coach or a mentor or something in some Bigger Pockets event, which we will talk about shortly. We'll keep it short like that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thanks, guys. <laughs>